0: Yep. I'm sure
1: we are live. are you recording too? Yeah. Wow. It's real. Did it's you yeah. that? What's that? Did you mean to that? Yeah, until someone's
2: talking into okay. it. I just. No. Know, yeah, <laughs> I would say Yeah, I'm not I'm not complaining. I'm just pointing out realities of the situation. What are you complaining about? This yard is a little slanted, so when you sit in the chair like it's a <laughs> little bit you gotta be ready for it.
0: Yeah. That's why I'm sitting on the edge of my seat. Yes. Has. Just very purposely, like,
1: kind of leaning forward. Yeah. Also, in chairs that are very much lean-back chairs, or like lounge chairs, <laughs> lounge chairs, and we're leaning forward onto mics that are on a table. I think that's
0: only fitting that we operate in less than perfect circumstances. It's <laughs> For a less deal, right? perfect podcast. Yeah. Wow. And that's... I think it's worth celebrating that. Very well said. A tear in my eye. <laughs> Welcome to episode 100 of Off the Crossbar, Real Salt Lake
2: podcast. Nice. Kyle's uh, shaking hands through. I'm We're climbing. here
0: with all of the podcasts, except Jason. We're here at the Extended Universe. Who I'm still so trying to get to send us a little segment. We'll if see he can if can stop you got complaining one. about oh, RSL online. Oh, pick that up. That was a dumb thing to do. All right, go, go pick that up. <laughs> Give hey, me a Lucas. Second. <laughs> what have you been up to lately? Tell us about the moose you saw. Am I muted or unmuted? You are unmuted. Is okay. the
1: Is it flashing? Uh, it's solid. Okay. Then you're, good. Then you're we're good. You are solid.
3: I saw a bull moose, which was really exciting. It had fantastic antlers. Is that
0: where Bullwinkle comes from?
3: <laughs> yes. uh, I've never thought about that, but probably... That's pretty great. I uh, camped in Albion Basin last night and still managed to work today, and I was driving back after my first meeting, and there was a moose,
0: and he quickly ran away from me. That's, That's good. Yeah, I heard from anonymous sources that moose are very terrifying, and that you should run away if you see them. That's true. That well, anonymous not, like, source happens to be one of the three regular members of this podcast. <laughs> you shouldn't like
2: run away from them. You yeah. should not like uh, like should you plan as dead? a kid? <laughs> I lived in
3: Alaska, and when we lived in Anchorage, we had there were just like neighborhood moose.
1: Do you have word. an Alaska yeah. tattoo? Um. That's, that's kind of bear. what the bear's for. Oh, okay. okay. Um, well, to
0: remind him to run away from those two. <laughs> yeah, or is, that, is that
1: a play dead situation? I think so. Yeah, what's what a play dead
0: one? Uh, bullies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Roll into a ball.
0: Bullies, bullies and, and atomic
1: and bombs. bombs. There we go. Oh, yeah
0: well, one just playing dead there.
1: <laughs> Lucas, what's your favorite thing that's happened with RSL? in the last, since October... last, like, 30, six hours. No, 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 no. October 31st, 2019.
0: Was, was our first episode on Halloween?
1: I think we posted... Well, okay, you posted this on Halloween. That's great. Um, but I think we recorded the night before, so I think it was October 30th. But tell me, tell me one, one of your yeah, favorite without things. without a doubt, Albert Rusnak winning
2: Champions League. <laughs> It's a good answer. <laughs> good for him. That was a yeah, very, hey, yeah. he got what he wanted. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> Simply
0: had to be Seattle. Friend of the best fans in the league. <laughs> I heard we're not supposed to be angry about that though. I'm so not. there, he. I heard I've there been was told some we're incompatibility not to be angry about
3: anything ever. So,
0: uh-huh. well, there was incompatibility. <laughs> I heard with like what RSL wanted to do, yeah, and yeah, what Seattle sure. wanted to do with them, and or what. Albert Rusnak wanted to do.
2: Right. Seattle wanted to win games and championships and trophies. And RSL was not really inclined to do that. I just want
0: you to look at the MLS table for a second and contemplate that.
1: One is rising, one is falling. I've been contemplating while both of those things are happening.
0: Is it the one near Tacoma that's rising? Ah. (laughs) There we go. Yeah.
1: Well, Lucas, what's on your mind, man? How are you feeling about RSL right now? we're kind of at like a state of uh well okay well also let me get some background we're in my back we're in my parents backyard recording an episode because we just had a pod barbecue in celebration of the 100th episode of this very podcast of which we when we first started this podcast it was immediately after we had just been eliminated in the playoffs by seattle i believe and um it's hilarious time to start a podcast. Like right yeah. the be- for beginning of the off season. And we said this is the first of N episodes. And I think we might have thought we were only doing an off season
2: podcast, actually. Oh. Wait, I don't I don't think I agree with that. That's what, what it, That's what we made. I think Go that back was, and
0: listen to episode one. That was, was our vision. I okay. thought like, oh let's resurrect this for a little short term thing. And then we all you became said, the best of friends. This is the article.
1: <laughs> this is the article that says uh if you th- if you think back several years supposing supposing you were involved in reading RSL coverage at t- at the time no judgment either direction you might remember that I used to appear on a podcast called Off the Crossbar well, well we are back sort of okay what you, what we're producing sorry, is a short run off season podcast focused only on the topics of the off season <laughs> okay i that's
3: coming That to sounds mind. like a very mad way to write that too which yeah. i'd love you
1: have no
0: way of proving that
1: <laughs> yeah um and in this episode, the weekly topics are fairly obvious. We're talking about Jason Christ, retirements, battled tweets, and several other things, like both of Saucedo's Instagram.
3: Um, so, yeah. It's actually really incredible that something that was intended to be a short run has lived, and so many things we intend to be long run just die very quickly. That is very it's true. It's a great yeah.
0: metaphor for life.
1: That's how I feel. But, yeah, so this is a kind of a... It, we, the transfer window just ended. We're kind of... we're. Reaching the final push of the end of the season, we play LaFC this Saturday, a team that is very doing Good. things very differently than how RSL is doing things. Better. Uh, and Debatable. so, give us your thoughts on like the state of state of things. Uh,
3: it feels like an underwhelming uh, transfer window. It yes. seems like the RSL way has become sign a player or coach or whoever who might come good. Like, there's some potential yes. there, and we just don't know, but hasn't really impressed wherever they were before, and hopefully this is the place where they come and, like, become great. And I feel like that, that almost feels like the Javier Morales way of, like, take a player who has potential and then is incredible for the club and then hoping that that happens again and again, and it's yeah.
2: super repeatable. And yeah, and
3: it, it's not. Yeah, it's not like a process that you can just duplicate. Right. Uh, yeah. And so everyone they brought in like probably aren't don't hurt the team, but they're not game changers. And sure. the idea that RSL, you know, why aren't they signing a striker again, can have an impact in on day one is ridiculous. Yeah, that should be the demand of the front office, of the fans, yep, of the coaching staff, like. It just feels like another underwhelming moment.
1: Yeah, and we'll get into the specifics of each one of our, our signings later. But Our um, very exciting signings. Our very exciting signings. But is there anything else, Lucas, that you'd like to plug on the podcast? I know you're trying to get out of here.
0: <laughs> oh, and can Casey come say hi to us before we leave? Oh, yeah. Well, before you
1: leave. She's,
0: she's looking. She's over there, she's not,
1: everyone's <laughs> I mean, being very social, and wow. there's a lot of candy and barbecue food.
3: And...
0: Casey, she's
3: not super <laughs> stoked to come over.
2: She seems very confused. Yeah, we're all trying to wave to get her to come over, and she's not you sure what's going high, on. like, "This is Caroline saying hi."
4: Hello. hello, hello.
2: That was very.
1: That was musical. I love. Hello, that. hello. Thanks, Thanks for letting us have, have Kyle hi for the night. Well.
5: <laughs>
0: Hello. Hello. Thanks thank for you, letting us
5: have Oh my gosh,
1: yeah. Alec, do you want to say hi as well? <laughs> yeah. Anything you want to plug on the pod? <laughs> what are
0: you
2: working on? You, any? This is my brother, yeah. Alex. Just, uh. Are you guys leaving? Yeah, I'm leaving. Okay. Thanks for coming. All right, cool. Nice well, you. thank you very much.
1: Good to see you both. <laughs> yeah, Alec, will you. you send mom over here when you get a chance? Casey, it was great to see you. Lucas, see you. good to see you. Goodbye. Uh, Sam.
0: So, Trevor. Yes. Well. How, how are you doing? Okay.
3: <laughs> I see you're wearing a shirt
0: with a bunch of bananas on okay. it. I'm wearing one of my favorite shirts. I want you to know this. that I hate bananas.
1: Okay, so... Well, that's weird. My, my brother's co-worker... Uh, my brother works for Podium, and he wanted... Oh. His co-worker has been trying to make it pretty clear that... Podium is not funded by terrorists, so we're okay. going to go ahead and plug that on the podcast. Are we sure, though? I'm not sure. I mean, according Listen, to my we, brother's co worker, we, we like have not done our research
0: into this. White but, supremacist terrorists? Or are we talking oh, like? And like, now I'm trying to get my
1: mom to come <laughs> over here because Mike, she's a character of this podcast or? and she's here to join she belongs it's, on this pod Come on, come talking to the mic. Mom, you have to give us the notes that you have from last episode as well.
2: Also,
0: thanks for dinner. It was really oh, delicious. Yes.
2: Thank you
1: again. Do no, so go I have to
0: turn No, I think it's no, you're fine. Good. You're good. That's, That's exactly,
1: you're talking, exactly right. So, Mom, how's it going?
6: It's going well. It's my mother, Suzette.
1: She provided a lovely dinner for us tonight.
6: It was so fun to have all of Kyle's friends <laughs>
1: <laughs> over, <laughs> over at my house. My hesitation on friends was... Well, I was going to say RSL Thinking friends. The right These are RSL friends. Friends and friends acquaintances. Matt. Do you want to tell us... What notes you had about last week's episode? Well, I loved because usually you tell me these every Sunday when I see you. So okay. I and then think Kyle tells us. Yeah.
6: Well, I loved Trevor's experience at the Mapleton Fireworks, and mm-hmm. I wanted to mention Draper Days in Draper. It's,
2: <laughs> you plugging oh, Draper oh, Days? Oh shoot! I
6: think it already maybe happened. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited to tell you about it. Let's see. I know this will be edited. No, no it probably won't. No, be be probably won't. Uh,
1: no it and, a, I don't think it's happened No way, yeah. It happened Damn. a month ago. I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Peach Days in Hurricane Utah, and you could plug that. You know what? Onion, I
6: onion Days is in Payson, oh. Labor Day weekend, I believe.
1: Yeah, that's probably okay. true. Wait, onion, that right. onion days. Okay, so Draper, oh, that sounds Draper right. Days next year.
6: You guys, Draper Days next year. <laughs> spread out your blanket. They have live music. This year it was Colin Colin Ray. Okay. okay. Colin Ray comes every Few years, but but it's the just huge fireworks show that's fun for families. That is fun. Okay,
1: friends. so what else? What else about last episode did you like? And you
6: were talking about the islands, the Di Diomede's.
1: Diomede yeah, yeah. Are those the ones by Alaska, or which ones are those? Yes. They're,
6: Yeah. Well, the ones they, that are like on the, the other
1: s- side of the international dateline. Yeah. Mm. When the Soviet
6: Uh-oh. Union was. Um, Established, they cut off. There's a larger and smaller, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and those people—they're so their family members, friends, close to each other—and could not have any contact for all of those decades. But um, there's a really interesting book called *Swimming to Antarctica* about this woman. That's right. Who she set records swimming the English Channel, swimming to Catalina Island, um, and she got permission from Gorbachev during the 1980s. Period, to to swim from the United States to the USSR, and it was a really short distance in the Bering Strait, I think. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, right.
1: that's really cool.
6: So yeah, that sparked my memory last week.
1: I love that. Well, what have you what have you been up to? <laughs> <So> <laughs> yes. You want to give us your social life? any movies? Yeah, <laughs> I've
6: been I've been trying to find a new show to watch. So
1: yeah, because how What's many? What's the last show you did watch that you liked? I try to, I'll have to think of some. I,
6: NCIS.
1: <laughs> okay, well, you probably haven't run out of NCIS. You could probably find some more.
6: I know, that's about my speed. I like the Columbo.
1: Oh, Columbo's <laughs> so good.
6: Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm a little vintage.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, you are a little
0: vintage. Yeah, a little murder she wrote. Do you watch yeah. any Perot?
6: Occasionally. Okay. I, d- I love British, dra- British mystery shows. Did okay. you watch like Broadchurch? Yeah, you I watched watch that. Oh, I, I have been watching um, Endeavor.
1: Okay, I don't even know what Endeavor is.
6: It's 1960s police drama.
1: Okay, okay. Oh, all right. Nice.
6: Yeah, it's a good one, so I forgot about that. It's on What about
2: Inspector Morse? Inspector
1: <laughs>
6: Morse. I haven't watched that, okay. but I did watch all of the Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock Holmes. Okay.
1: Is yeah. it pretty good?
6: Yeah, it was. It was really good. I'm always sad when I run out of things like that.
1: Yeah, that is sad. All good things come to an end. Jenny and I still haven't watched the last episode
0: of that because she was very sad about certain events that were happened in the episodes prior. Oh, and so she sort of boycotted it.
6: Okay. Sometimes when I'm close to the end of something, I'll I will do that where I just put
1: it off and save
2: it, and
6: and then in my mind. Will exist
2: forever. <laughs> that's kind of what I did with Game of Thrones. I watched to well, season really four. End, well, that's so. the thing. Like, I started watching it again, like around the time that season eight was coming out, to like catch up, and I was behind. And then season eight got like halfway through, and everybody was like, "Oh, this is looking like garbage." And so I just watched to the end of season four. And the end of season four is my favorite ending to like a season, mm-hmm. and then it of just exists as good in your mind. Yeah, and it's a great show. Perfect. And, like I, I know how it ends. Like I know the stories, how they, you know, yeah, wins or Yeah, you don't whatever. need to watch so, like, the I, don't, I don't need to watch the rest of it. I really yeah. enjoyed the first four seasons. So that's
6: awesome. good enough. That's good. I love it. That's good.
2: Well, mom. Thank you for joining
1: us. Thank you for hosting us. Thank you for your endless support of this podcast. I love you guys. That's so sweet. (laughs) All right, Mom. Thanks. Bye. Uh, Should we get Ian? Yeah. (laughs) Ian, you want to come say hi? Nice. I don't know how he
0: knew that. I don't know if you heard that he said that he knew it, but he knew it.
4: Uh, Veronica was like, "You should, uh, you should sit down here," and I was like, "I have a feeling I'm going to, have to go over there in a minute." And that's like, that's a good. That was a I good turned shot. around that was and you said, timing. "Come over here," and I was like, oh, "I totally knew it." Knew I think it. we might have picked you because you were the closest. That's that works too. No, no that was no, me it playing was, the game, I guess. Was, there's a moment there. Oh, Kyle has the doc time, so. I don't, I a doc this time. We do
2: telepathically.
1: I have a doc with notes We don't from, have any other doc. I so. have a doc from episode one because that's what I was listening to earlier. Because I have some stuff I want to talk about, but um, I have to bring some some stuff up to Trevor. Have some bones to pick. Okay, just kidding. They're good stuff.
4: (laughs) Am I here to protect you, or here to protect Trevor? Like, I guess. Okay,
1: it's a little bit of both. (laughs) Um, Ian, what's what's been going on, man? You're you're down here for the game this weekend. How's Idaho been treating you? How's Salt Lake been in the hour you've been here? Um, What are you looking forward to? I feel like I've
4: technically been here for like two hours. Two hours. pretty good. I had candy and I had tri-tip. That was delicious. Shout out to Scott. Uh Um, Shout out to Scott. Uh, Big ups. Yeah. Other than that, it's like it's not as hot as it was supposed to be originally, so it's that's kind of nice. Yeah, yeah it's a perfect is, night. Um, Dude, I'm right right now. I'm hoping that the Monarchs game tomorrow night isn't a bajillion degrees, because the last Monarchs game I went to was like 105 degrees. We're yeah, all pulling out our phone up up and checking the weather. Uh, it's looking like
2: I mean that's we got right. some three of us immediately. <laughs> the
1: high on Saturday is 76, and we got some rain and possibly some lightning. So oh, we can are you perfect. Me? We cannot can can wait. In, we could be in for a weird weekend of soccer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was good. gonna
0: make a joke about a certain LAFC player getting struck by lightning, <laughs> but that's probably in poor
4: taste. Well, I mean, it's pretty high, it's pretty high probability to golf course, isn't it? Uh, if we're making jokes about the same player, I don't know if we are or not, okay. but I,
2: I got there. I know what joke we're making. Uh... golf courses, most golf courses have trees, so like. Yeah, just yeah. Yeah. As long, don't stand under tree. it. But you're holding fight. metal, though. So. <laughs> well, you might
4: be holding carbon fiber. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't, like, Wait, can carbon done, fiber
0: fiber not get struck by lightning?
4: Well, it can, but is it doesn't it conductive. It doesn't conduct. Non-conductive. Yeah, I don't know. Huh. Alright, so I, I, I guess know. that makes sense. My only golfing knowledge is Top Golf with Matt. But the like the so, actual yeah, the part you hit the golf ball with is that not metal?
0: That's carbon fiber. I think they make make maybe it, you should like, only use woods.
4: I mean it I'm could not it, I'm not uh, <laughs> wow. Uh it could be composite have, as well. I'm sure I'm sure most of them are like
2: some version of composite or alloy or composite something like with that. like an aluminum face okay. or something like that. Yeah. That so. sounds
1: conductive to me,
2: but I don't know. Golf. Well, but there's if there's part material. of it that's conductive and the rest
4: is not conductive. It is not conductive. Uh, you just have flash heat out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So in steel, what's, uh,
0: titanium, other steel, types of metals, or carbon. We go, titanium.
1: titanium. Other uh, types of sounds metals. Sounds like a classic golf ball thing, golf club thing. To be I titanium. I apologize for yeah. interrupting. You watched go anything Patrol. fun recently? Anything good? Um, You've been busy, I'm sure.
4: Uh, my daughter and I went and saw Kiki's Delivery Service. Nice. They did. Uh, oh, so good. They did it in the the local theater. Um, it was my first subs versus dubs experience that I can mm. actually like talk about, and I get it now. I get it. Y'all can leave me alone. What is subs wait, versus wait? Dubs? No, wait. Were you a dubs guy before or yes, a subs? Absolutely guy? a dubs guy. Oh no, yeah. Mostly. No, mostly no. Oh, oh, okay. that's I got there. Anime yeah. subtitle so versus yeah. dubbed. I'm, I'm with uh, you. Go ahead. Mostly because I'm like hard of hearing, <laughs> yeah. so I watch even like English TV shows. I watch with the subtitles mm-hmm. on, and so oh, I, I detail, hear a little yeah. bit, and then I read. Yep. And so the the dissonance between the language not matching the words. So is what happened is the theater accidentally played the subs version for like twenty minutes, and then realized what they had done, and for some reason chose to start the movie over again with the dubs version and didn't have subs. And yeah, and so Ooh. all of a sudden, it like all of a sudden you got to see like okay, this is the story development thus far with just subtitles. And once they have to dub it, you're like, oh, this is actually a different story now. Like, yeah. this is completely different. I'm like, I get it now. Yeah. Like, I understand. I will power through this going forward. Yeah. So now I'm revisiting the Studio Ghibli Connect collection with, with subs. subs just to make sure I get the full story. So, this enough. is something that my kid
2: has also been talking to me about a lot as well because they yeah. watch a lot of anime. Yep. And, yeah, they go into detail about, like, how they're also, like, learning Japanese at the same time, uh, which is cool. that's great. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, they go through the subs versus dubs, and they've had a couple TV shows that they've, like, come to me and been mad about because it's like, I watched it in Japanese, and it's like this, but then in English it gets into this, and it's it's ruined. It's a different thing. It's not as good. And I'm like, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I would be upset, too.
4: Yeah. So, I mean, academically I always understood the difference, but, like, actually seeing it, you're like, oh, okay. This does make a lot of sense. This is a different story now, so.
1: Well... The the theme that I've been I've just been reflecting a lot today because of this monumentous occasion for this podcast. But I and so I was just thinking about the state of the club and I think this weekend in particular is just a really funny all the like the culmination of the transfer window the team we're playing this in, this perfect date this this the number of episode what just overall
4: how are you feeling about RSL? <gasps> I mean I kind of know already, but. Uh, so <laughs> I, I mean, how big of a, uh, I almost said how big of a soapbox, uh-huh. and I, I like looked <laughs> Matt in the eyes and I was like, don't do it. Do so, it. <laughs> I mean, look, there's like a lot of, I mean, a lot of
1: fans are frustrated right now, and I get that. There are other fans who are trying to do the whole we should be positive no matter what thing, which sometimes I'm sympathetic to, but I think it's important to be
4: honest. <laughs> so, so here's the thing is, I don't think I'm frustrated necessarily with the team. There are players on the team that I'm not super stoked about sure. the decision making, but ultimately, like, it just seems like across the board from, like, the front office to the head coach, there's, like, n- this weird dissonance and, like, lack of cohesion. Sure. To where I don't, like, I am not a pro-licensed coach, but I hear Pablo Almost. say things. And I'm a couple years away. Um, I hear Pablo say things, and I just, I can't. I've worked with coaches all over the country, and when they talk about things, no matter how abstract it is, I can cl- it clicks. I get it. But this whole year, I don't understand what the plan is. Yeah. And so it's hard for me to then blame those players that I'm not super excited about when the coach talks and the coach gives these weird excuses. And it's like, hold on, like, let's back up here a little bit and figure out, like, if if Rubio Rubin's not starting because he doesn't have the confidence to score goals, you going into a press conference and talking about how he doesn't have the confidence to score goals probably isn't helping. Yeah. Also, starting Cordoba... Every game when he doesn't score goals also wasn't helping Rubin's confidence yeah. Also as a head coach your job is to build confidence you do nothing yeah. else But work with players manage players and build confidence. Yeah, like and so if you're not doing that That's not Cordoba's fault. It is his fault. He's not making the runs. He's supposed to make but That's kind of the breakdown. I think yeah, like if you Pan out a long way and look at it the clubs probably in a better place than it's ever been in a lot of regards just want to see that last little bit yeah and i was big team pablo when pablo came in and yeah retracting a little bit so (laughs) it's yeah
1: there's a reason like mls analysts try like don't even really bother analyzing what we're trying to do on a week-to-week basis yeah um i miss having a
0: team you could analyze.
1: i do too and like i like you're saying like i'm not like I I'm, I don't I don't I don't coach I'm not like into that I like to think I know some things about soccer but it's like I I don't I've never felt like I've known less about like what we're trying to do than when I watch this <laughs> other than I mean I know we try to cross the ball to a
4: lot of players who aren't good at heading the ball so well and, and I think I think cause what's interesting is if you watch some of the players demeanor like I don't remember where I saw it but someone talked about Saverino slamming his shirt down after the goal yeah yeah uh, after the tying goal in San Jose like. <laughs> Um the he spiked game, it. <laughs> yeah, the game before, if you watch, like especially throughout the first half, every every run he's making is outside of the box and he's trying to cut back in. Every time he makes that cut and he looks and there's no one there. Yep. And he finally just starts yelling at everyone to that they need to make those runs. Because yeah. as a winger, that's what you're expecting that run to be, mm-hmm. and there's just no one there. And it was that way when Wood was starting, it's that way when Cordova's starting, and it's just like yeah. Who's going to complete that? Um, it's going to be guess, Danny Moose. I, I was going to say Danny Moose in three weeks when he, he gets over his injury. <laughs> I, or can't, four weeks. I can't wait to talk about Danny Moose. Uh, I'm yeah, just so excited. Like, Danny Moose. Um I don't. I don't remember who said it, but someone someone pointed out that uh, there, like in the article, they said, "Oh, LAFC fans yell Moose when he comes on the field," and someone like <laughs> went bullet point by bullet point and was like. And so the fans boo <laughs> It was like, yeah, that's good. That's uh, good. I know. We'll never know.
1: Well, anything else you want to touch on? It's just such a
4: pleasant night to be honest. It is. I'm glad you're here. I, it feel so lovely What's your out. favorite
0: candy you've had so far?
4: Um, the cherry sweethearts, which I, or cherry, are so cherry sour cherry sour patch kids, yeah. They're so good. Was not expecting that to be the favorite out of all the options, but I, I keep know, going dude. back and grabbing that's more what of them. I'm
1: saying my mom had them last Sunday and I'd never seen them before. Apparently, they've had them in Canada for a long time, but she found them at the gas station pretty close to here And then and they were here on Sunday and I ate half the bag, so yep. now we just need to go get big hunks and we'll be all set. Dude, I'm since there's no tacos on Saturday I think the tailgate should just be a candy debt. So there are tacos. The taco truck's
2: gonna be uh, there. Sorry La well, Forgata will not be there, but La Vara is selling tacos as
4: a fundraiser. So there will be
2: somebody selling tacos. Okay, Okay.
4: all right. I I feel like I can. (laughs) I'm back. Yep, I'm back. All right, cool. That's that's Uh, nobody. Nobody tell my partner that. The kickoff has been pushed back, so that way I got plenty of time to eat tacos. <laughs> Perfect, <laughs> thanks.
2: Also, okay. uh, Fernando Fiore, yeah, is supposed to be there and hanging out. Nice. And he's
4: if you know who that is, that's he's
2: awesome. The, he's yeah. the was, was he Telemundo guy? I, he's, can't I think he's Telemundo, but he's the very famous like Spanish language yeah, broadcaster. Yeah, he's, he's You know him. He's the goal guy. Like, yeah, if you've ever listened to like any game in Spanish, mm. any big game in Spanish, uh,
4: it, I, it's him. I mean, likely. more importantly, like shouts to Cheeky for like. I don't know if he had a part in that at all, but like, seems it, like he did. If you read Fernando's post on Twitter, like he thanks WGU yeah. and Cheeky yeah. for like, <laughs> no. and I was like, yeah. this is—I've had a beer with Cheeky once. Like, I feel like I'm I'm approaching celebrity level there. <laughs> Two like.
0: institutions in yeah. Utah. So he was yeah. on
4: uh, on Univision for a
1: long time, and then Fox Deportes as well. But um, yeah, he's he's been around Utah a few times. So that would be really cool to have him there. It's a, it's a. It's going to be a big game. There's going to be a ton of LAFC fans there, I'm sure, because they yeah. roll out in droves. Um,
0: I heard the stadium's going to be more full than it's ever been. I, that's Honestly, what they're saying. Okay. And I, the I weather, believe though? it, but the weather might scare people away. The weather's
1: going to scare people away. It's going to be another sellout. But can you, can you imagine away? if
0: the
4: game gets delayed?
1: I don't know what's going to happen. Like, it's gonna like mess. If the
4: game gets delayed like for like rain and lightning, like I can only... yeah, oh man. I It, I'm it would, kinda it would nervous go about pretty it.
2: quick to postponed. I think it might like I mean it's it, already such a late
4: start well, but, it's, 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 eight, but they really right. only care about it the, starts at 8 it's 8 30 they really only care about the California market yeah they pushed it back to 8 30 we're, t- we're not telling Veronica but it got pushed oh, back to 8 30 yeah.
0: it's not on TV right
4: it I is know. in California and that's the market they're worried about so it's only I mean, 7 it it's on, only on like in Pacific, Sports, so LA or something yeah they yeah. have a special deal with YouTube TV I thought Oh yeah. Anyways, we're, right, off, in in the, we're off into the weeds. We're Kyle was trying to kick me out of here. So. No, i okay. no, it's fine, Kyle. I heard you. I heard you. <laughs> <But> we do <laughs> We do need to
0: say hi to Veronica. So if you want to bring her over, if she wants, to. if she wants to, she wants to it's too. not obligatory? Obligatory? I'm,
1: I'm obligatory.
0: obligatory? I think it's
1: obligatory. Well. Yeah.
4: well Veronica.
1: Do you want to say hi, Veronica?
4: Say hi. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting a to hard to no right now. No. Hard no. That's fine. It's cool.
1: We're good. All right. Thank you, Ian. Yep. See you Saturday, my friend. Should we pull Colin and Sarah? Well, should we pull them over now or should we wait? Should we just not pull them over? That'd be really like funny. we just, just do the whole like episode about do the whole them. We'd be like, oh, wait, we forgot. I, I honestly, I'll put it in I know, the description, though. Like, we, we, we talked about a lot of different things we were maybe going to do for this episode. And I think that this was the I'm glad we went through with this one, because this has just been extraordinarily pleasant out Yeah, thanks
0: here. for making it happen, Kyle. You're, yeah, I, for
1: sure. I, straight up, my parents they were just very overjoyed and did like everything so I, I just showed up well, just like you guys shout out to you and your parents mainly main, yeah mainly mainly Suzette she's great she she nailed it Scott nailed the barbecuing today but it's so good um, trip was very very good Let's, I
0: wanted to go back for more but oh, okay so <laughs> but
1: before, I before, before we're bring done there, we're gonna go back for more we should before okay before we bring them over I want to talk to you guys a little bit about episode one. Oh yeah okay. all right so I I, like, I'd like be, I become friends with you guys And then we're just like oh, maybe we should revive off the crossbar Now that the season's over Which again such a funny decision to like As soon as the RSL is out we're like Off season time And I can't remember why we decided to do that But anyway Save
0: off boredom probably
1: So a, f- a few funny things uh, That like we didn't do a social hour Back then of course this was episode one um, And we actually haven't done our social hour Today simple. Yeah, I know. We actually haven't done our <laughs> really boring stuff. Yet. Um, but basically, the episode really was like trying to determine because Freddie Juarez was still the interim coach. Yeah, uh, Mike Peck, he was gone fr- that summer, and uh, Freddie had the reins until the fall, hadn't been given the interim tag or hasn't been taken off. So at the time, we were trying like the the Athletic had reported that we were interviewing Jason Kreis for that combined GM coaching mm-hmm. role potentially. Um, and that was like a really interesting discussion because you we were talking about the, the dynamic between Jason Kreis and Deloy Hansen and who would actually want the job, knowing Deloy Hansen's work environment, like maybe Jason Kreis, who's used to Deloitte Hansen, like might have been like the best hire we could have hoped for just because of what a weird environment and unique environment that would have been in. There's like kids screaming out somewhere. Very distressing. Yeah. Night games going on. Very, very much night games. It's a suburban neighborhood. Um, so th- that was a very interesting discussion, but Trevor had one of my favorite quotes that this is what I wanted to remind you of. Okay. Um, well, actually, first, we also spent like a long time gl- going through our old Jason Christ tweets, but at one point we were talking about, you know, fans clamoring to get Jason Christ back. And you said, quote, What I hate about Jason Christ is not Jason Christ. I hate how much the fans love Jason Christ. Mm hmm. <laughs> But Which is so <laughs> true. It was like classic the, Trevor. I was like, wow, that was like the best Trevor sentence I'd ever heard. It was so good. And then we'd made we'd made some comparisons between people wanting Joe Biden and Jason Christ for similar reasons that grasp to like feeling like there's normalcy and like trying to go back in time a little bit. Yeah. That's very so sort of stupid. That man. was mm-hmm. and that was before Joe Biden got the nomination, I think. Yeah, so um <laughs> Anyway, Good so, at some point someone said, I don't, I might, I might have said this, I don't like going to the stadium with an impending sense of doom every game. That yeah, <laughs> sounds like, like that was a bad that sounds feeling. Sounds like you, Kyle. Um, you had tweeted in 2015 a tweet that you had found. <laughs> some hero at the post game should ask Christ if his paycheck is worth it. <laughs> you had said that in 2015 and you had found it in
2: 2019 on Twitter. That's I'm so, going to go Orlando back and City find the New context York. for that. I don't know. I... Oh, that would be New York. That would have been New York, yeah. Oh, okay. It was probably when New York like was awful or something like that. So man. awesome. Um, Ooh, and then we, be we
1: had the question going around. Thanks, hey, Mom. <laughs> um, the question was, if for whatever reason Matt asked us this, uh, if for whatever reason RSL don't hire Jason Christ, would you hire Freddie Juarez? And so we obviously asked the answer to that question both from the club's perspective and yeah. our own. And... Um, and I, we both said I, we, if it's not Jason they will hire Freddie yeah. and we were obviously right about yeah. that but we wouldn't <laughs> That's what we, we also <laughs> said and then Trevor you went on this rant about keeping him as an assistant and you said I would keep I him, him as rant. an assistant this that's the position he needs to be in he's worked his way up um, and you, you were talking about like he's worked his way up through the the organization and if you get to that you know that point, and maybe you still want to be the organization. You're inevitably going to get fired, essentially, if I'm, you're not up to the
2: task. I'm sure I brought up the guy uh, in Milan that I forget his name now. I think it was Tassadi or something like that. Yeah. yeah, he was an assistant coach for like 30 years, coached the youth team or whatever, and then got the head coach job, and then was like fired like three months yeah. later. And everybody was like, "What a waste of
1: time!" Yeah, and like what a waste of like like a relationship, a relationship person, having a him, him within the
2: organization. Yeah,
1: and you I also explicitly said his personality seems like he'd be okay with staying as an assistant coach. <laughs> Which is like incredible because Not like not only Is that true he literally Like <laughs> one of the only Times we've ever seen this and The only time where an active head coach In MLS quit his position As head coach to be an assistant at Another team in the same season directly Right directly. Like, like we've seen it with like uh, Dominic Dom Kinnear is, is like an assistant right Jason, Price, Jason like, Christ has well, been an assistant been but, but they haven't l- quit <laughs> mid-season to leave to be an assistant for the team. express
0: purpose of being, of being an, an assistant, assistant. like yeah. he
1: wanted to be an assistant coach he was explicit about not liking the things that came along with being head coach so it was funny that we were like getting that vibe then and rsl did the rsl thing and made that higher so i love that. the cheap thing we also said which um, thankfully we're done doing
0: yeah definitely oh, yeah, totally.
1: the players seem to like him but maybe not bofo or sam johnson <laughs> and um, well, Matt, I, whatever happened to Sam Johnson? I, I don't know. But two days before we recorded this, Matt, you, you had you had written in the doc, Bofo hints at RSL de- departure, and like right before we started recording, he had posted on Instagram with a hashtag that said free, <laughs> and like like clearly just saying he's, he's he's gone. So I love it. He was in his kitchen and he said hashtag free. So um, that was like it was fun looking back on that first episode because. I don't know. Just how much weird stuff has happened since then. So much. Um, like th- I, we were in a very different place then, but like some a lot of things still felt very familiar <laughs> because yeah. uh, we were in that position yet again uh, with coaching. Yeah. Coaching. So, um, yeah, I it's it's weird that you know it's been almost three years. Yeah. It kind of it kind of almost feels like it's been longer than that, but.
2: Well, I mean, COVID, we've gone through a lot we went through COVID, COVID, COVID kind of wrecked it but also like I do want to give a little bit of a shout out to the post or the, the pre this version version yeah. cause like when we started this like we you and me Matt we started yeah. this with Jason who deserves a, at least a shout out here yeah. yes like f- years ago I mean it was twenty. 20- Thirteen. Ooh.
0: It's still. I haven't taken it down. Twelve. I think people still run into it when they're looking for off the stuff. So. Years and years
2: and years ago, we were doing this, yeah. and we did it for a while, and it was really just like straight up, just like three guys that sat next to each other at the game yeah. who wanted to just keep talking about RSL post game, yeah, and middle of the week, and so we started doing a little rink eating podcast. March fourth, two thousand fourteen. Is that when we stopped? That's when we started. started. Okay. It's and we did it for, what, years. two or three years? Uh, scroll, Maybe not scroll. that long? Uh,
0: 2015, really. Okay. And then we recorded episode 43 in 2016 in January, and then episode 44 in October of
2: 2017. <laughs> nice. Well, yeah, it was, so it, tur- it was just this, like, little thing that we just did because we just wanted to hang out and talk more about RSL and yeah. have an excuse to, to hang out some more. Yeah. And then Jason had to go get married and move. Which, good for him. Sorry, yeah, good. (laughs) Have two gigantic children. Yeah, we actually talked about his gigantic
1: kids in episode one. Yeah, We were mentioning Jason. Because I wasn't Jason, obviously.
2: Yeah, Yeah. and then Jason moved and we kind of put it off. And then I didn't know you at the time. I just remember Matt knew you. And then Matt came up and was like, hey, this is Kyle. Do you want to start doing a podcast again? (laughs) We did. And I was like, yeah, man, let's do it. So, and it's just quick shout out to like how far we've come and like how it's turned into this like culminated in this barbecue tonight yeah really great I'm really really happy we did this 100 episodes totally worth the cry tip yeah of course it was all for this
1: This it's funny
2: that we're ending the podcast after this We are so. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. Okay, bye. Signing no, over and out. No, we have to talk. Wait, we about... haven't even done social hour yet. <laughs> we haven't done. So- I feel like that's all we've been doing a social is hour, in a manner
1: of speaking. I could do a speed round. I, yeah, wait, do a speed second? round. I forgot what I was even did last
2: week. I could do a speed round.
1: Okay, go. Uh, I think.
0: went to South Nick's. It was really good. Amazing. Uh, I played spike ball on the beach for my first time. That's so fun. It was is fun? spike
2: ball—the one with like the ball and like a little yeah. tramp. Yeah, and you just got to like throw it at the tramp. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Another it was good. It was hard. I am
0: not very good at it. Uh, I was near the beach, near the ocean. That was I was near the ocean when I was on the beach. <laughs> mm. But I spent a lot of time near the beach. It was a trip with a lot of time not directly on the beach. Went to a cute little Italian shop. Certainly not Caputo's level, but they did have gluten-free cookies, so that oh, was nice. 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 Uh, went to a little French bakery, and they had some great French. Uh, in San Clemente? Uh, that one was in Dana Point. But okay. they, it's Mulan. Okay. Uh, they have it in San Clemente as well. Uh, And, yeah, all in all, good trip. Glad to be back home, though. Two family reunions in one month. Uh, Plus, Ginny took a trip to Europe in the middle between those. uh, So July felt kind of tripped out. Very busy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I realized I I didn't really do much since we talked. I I went on a really pretty hike. Oh. Um, There were these incredible rainbows at the top of Sunset Peak, which was really awesome. Um, So I did that over the weekend, but it was a... It was a hot weekend with their family and friends in town that I saw Um, But yeah, nothing nothing crazy. I haven't really been Watching much. yet. I've been watching a lot of MLS for some reason like this absolute sicko Like I watched I watched a Columbus versus
2: Montreal game on a Wednesday (laughs) Why? I have no idea. I'm just kidding. I can't like be seriously like that, because there was a time in my life where, like, sometimes, that's what I did. Sometimes it's just kind of fun. I, I just I watched did, MLS games all week. I did also watch the Nation, or the Leagues
1: Cup games, the LA Galaxy versus... Okay. Did they play Santos? That's sicko they, behavior. Who did they I don't even know. They played I know the, the, the Mexican team. And LAFC
2: they, played Club America. Yeah, and I can't that's remember the only
1: one I know. Galaxy played... I can't...
0: Was Chivas? it Chivas? Was it Chivas? Yeah. It I, think it was, was it... I think it was Chivas. Was it Chivas? Monterey? Not Chivas USA, though. Uh, I was trying to say the LA Chivas Galaxy Chivas and USA. Chivas logo side by side uh, and Atlas? having Torca? that little flashback. I don't know why. I'm just no, naming they every played league of X yeah, team that Chivas. comes to mind. They Pichurka? played
1: Chivas and they, they beat them and then LAFC played uh, America and they went and this was at SoFi Stadium in LA and it was crazy. It was back-to-back games. Uh, insane atmosphere for the Club America LAFC game. It went to penalties. LAFC's keeper... Put on the worst performance I've ever seen from a goalkeeper yeah. nice. in penalties He was doing this thing where he was he was starting behind the line in the goal And then when the player was going up to kick it he would jump up to the line and then make a move Completely overcomplicating things because he was trying too hard to focus on Like hitting the line there were a few times when he jumped over the line and Didn't make the save, but even if he would have, it would have been called back. And there were two times that he could have made saves, but he was too focused on, like, his weird little hops and skips, so so they lost. So I
2: feel like that's... Good for him. I don't know. I feel like that's a goalkeeper trying to compensate for not being able to take the step forward. Maybe. He's, like, used to, so he still takes his step forward, but it's just... To where he can go now. Yeah, you know who but never he took was like steps jumping, forward? and he was Raimondo?
0: Nick Romando never took steps
1: forward. No, no, he never did. They were always to the side, and they were always great. Yeah, um, but he was he w- uh-uh. would end up flat footing himself quite a bit because yeah. he was like his momentum was like pulling him forward, and then he had to go left or right. It was really weird. Um, it was bad, but they lost, so it was kind of funny. But we played mm-hmm. them this weekend, and they're gonna probably make up for it. So anyway,
2: what do you, be- <laughs> Trevor? Speed round social. <laughs> Uh, quick speed round. Saw one of the coolest things that I've ever seen in my entire life. I might not ever see it again. You ready for this? Yes. Yeah. Went golfing with a friend. That bail? No. Um, oh, God. But that joke was made. Um, <laughs> no, I went golfing uh, at East Bay, which historically I've, I hated. I did not like that golf course for a very long time. But they recently rebuilt it and restructured it and like moved a bunch of the holes around, created a whole bunch of new holes great. I loved it. I think the key is you just gotta go early in the morning. So we went like first thing in the morning. Um our tea time was like seven twenty, which is the earliest I've ever been. But it was perfect for the summer because by the time we were done it was ninety degrees and just miserable. Yeah. Uh but we some we missed the worst of it. Um East Bay is built on a swamp. I only got like two mosquito bites. Not no bad. bug spray. Nice job. We had a big conversation about like whether bug spray is a real thing, whether it matters. It does. Yeah. I, I only got, like, two bites, and I didn't use any. So. Maybe you would have had none. Yeah, you might have had none. I could have had none, but it's, it's no built on swamps. What's better than bug spray is the bug
1: lotion that doesn't have deet in it. That stuff it works incredibly well. Made so. of pure
2: bugs. See, we came to the conclusion that, like, you need deet. DEET? If it has
1: deet, it works, and if it doesn't, it There's doesn't. a kind of... Anyway, there's, there's a kind out. that doesn't have deet. It's not like the natural ones that don't have deet. It's like a... It's something that's, like, better than deet out there. Okay. I can't right. remember what it is.
2: Huh. But anyway, we went we went golfing, did 18 holes, and on hole 15, my buddy hit a hole in one. What?
4: Wow! That's absolutely true. Yeah, he hit a hole in one. Sick.
2: And me and uh, my buddy Eric, who I go golfing with all the time, um, been golfing with him since high school. We have this game where if you're golfing um, and you have a long putt, you can call a two buck putt, and if everybody agrees that it's a very long putt, and you make it everybody that you're golfing with pays you two dollars okay and for like a chip from just off the green if you make that it's 10 okay and if you make like a long approach shot like 30 or 40 yards or more then it's like 50 bucks do you have to call it though if it's anything other than the chip or the putt you don't have to so the hole in one how much did you pay him so the hole in one is 100 bucks okay so nice. my buddy made That's $200. It. That's cool. And Good he friend. was very gracious about it. He was like, you don't have to. And we were like, dude, we've never paid on this. We're absolutely paying you $100, and you're not going to. So you no. it's the picaridin insect repellent from Sawyer Okay, it's is that on
1: our e. long lasting deep free lotion repels ticks and mosquitoes even those carrying West Nile virus This is uh-huh. the stuff that I use every time and okay if I remember to put it on never gotten a bite So all right anyway, that's didn't the show? one. It's like the more powerful deep, but dude a hole-in-one. I It's incredible. It's too bad you didn't get like a drone, drone footage of it because I've seen some we, of those uh,
2: Yeah, we did get the video footage of us like Walking up to the hole because just the way the hole was like laid out. It's like deceptive green So we weren't sure if the ball went like over and off the back Okay, or if like the green dipped before the hole because the ball bounced once and then just like disappeared and we Couldn't really tell where it went. So we took video of us like walking up to the hole and him like checking it Seeing it as a hole one. It was great. So that was really cool. That was the Probably the highlight of my weekend, but the rest of my weekend was spent um I finally... I told you guys I ordered a PS5. Yes. Finally got the PS5. <clears <clears <throat> and I've been, like, just straight playing Forbidden West, like, oh, okay, ever since I, I got it. And it's, so far, really good. Really okay. like it. Good. So. So, so that's it. That's all I've been doing is Ooh. Forbidden West and I saw a hole-in-one this weekend. I guess uh, I watched the RSL did, again, so. Wait, uh,
1: did I watch the did, RSL again? No, I, no, was no RSL I was hiking.
2: I was hiking during it. That's right. I purposely
1: did that again.
0: Um, let's get Ginny over here to tell us about... Oh, wow, she's listening even. Or she stood up to get candy. She stood Jenny. Up to get candy. Hello, Ginny. We wait. want to talk to somebody about their trip to Amsterdam and you're the only one we can. <laughs> 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 I think we may have just alienated our pod doctor. <laughs> you guys talk about fake <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Alright, here's Jimmy.
1: We actually did talk about that when it happened. I don't him. think you, you need, need those. You don't need headphones. You can just talk into it. Yeah, them. just
0: sit in the chair and we just wanna what are you, top five food while you were in Paris and Amsterdam. You have to give us all five.
5: <laughs> top five foods. In order. Okay, we had some really excellent Indonesian food. In, in Paris? No, in Amsterdam. Okay. It was like a counter service, and they had a bunch of different foods, and you would go and um, kind of pick a base. There were like noodles and rice, and then um, there were a bunch of different like, dishes to put on top. They called it a lunchbox. You put like two or three things on top, Nice. then they were like, do you want this hot? Obviously, yes. They'd, <laughs> they'd nuke it for a couple of minutes Yeah. and then top it off with pickled vegetables and this really excellent hot sauce.
1: That sounds kind of good. Okay. So
5: good. So oh All
1: right. That, is that number one or five? I
5: would say that's number one. Okay. Sorry. I guess we're starting with best. <laughs> um, but there were different categories too, because then like the best dessert thing yeah. that I ate was this...
0: There. You can talk right there. Sorry. <laughs>
5: you are probably be like, wow, was this lady's way too. Okay, You fine. told me yeah, not to put fine.
0: on the headphones.
5: <laughs> yeah,
0: you don't need them. They're hooked <laughs> up to Kyle anyway. You just hear Kyle. Perfect. Um,
5: so, the top like, dessert thing that I had was this mousse. Um, we went to a. I'm really into bean to bar chocolate. Um, and if you're interested, uh, you can DM me on Twitter and I can <laughs> tell you the ins and outs of it. But,. Um, Basically, we went to this fancy chocolate place and they had a mousse bar um, okay. And so I got one of the mousses and it came in this little paper cup and it was super delectable um, We went to another nice chocolate place and we got I didn't have a chocolate croissant in France. Oh, that was in Paris. Yeah, and so Maybe that's a little embarrassing um, But it's <laughs>
1: so embarrassing It's humiliating. <laughs> unbelievable.
2: You I re- know right? Admit, did, did you recording? even go?
5: Um, but I had this chocolate brioche Okay. And that was amazing. Um, just this delightful brioche studded with these really delicious chocolate chips. And yeah, then, that was
2: going to be my question. Is it like chocolate, like cocoa powder, like chocolate no, bread? No, it was like Or is it like bread with chocolate Bread with chocolate chips.
5: Okay. Yeah, in it. Um... And then I had sorry, I feel no, rude dead. to talk about so many red things in front of.
1: I mean, this is a lot of <laughs> it's bread. <a> celiac <laughs> pod. This is fine. This, this is not relatable. This is not bothering against, me. We're trying at to all. give Trevor celiac disease. So. Okay. This all
0: we're
2: sounds working. very good. Keep going.
5: Um, and then we had uh, we had like a traditional French breakfast, which apparently is just like bread and a uh, hot beverage of your choice. So I had hot chocolate and a croissant, and you're supposed to dip the croissant in whatever your hot beverage is, and that was so good. But this baguette that I had was just unbelievably good. and so bread, I spread <laughs> bread, I bread, I bread, I bread.
1: <laughs>
5: so bread. we, like, you put like butter and jam on it, and I don't know, it was just probably the tastiest bread I've oh, ever had in my life.
1: That sounds so nice. Um,
5: and then fifth, oh. Uh, there were two different kinds of cookies that I had. I, for some reason, I
1: thought it would be hard for you to determine this list, but you're just like, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, I've heard a lot about the food, so yeah. I knew it would be a good one. All right, nice.
5: Um, there, I had a delicious droop waffle at what is supposedly the best droop waffle place in okay. the Netherlands, and it was delicious. Awesome. Um, hot and melty, and they did put chocolate on half of it. It was Calbo, <laughs> which is, like, not as good, but acceptable. And then they had... These amazing cookies that were made out of Valrhona chocolate, which is a French chocolate brand in Amsterdam. Well, so these cookies were in Amsterdam. They only make one kind of cookie. It's chocolate and with milk chocolate chips, dark chocolate on the outside, and then milk chocolate chips, and then like this little white chocolate melty center in the middle. Oh my
1: goodness! And then they're
5: hot, and you eat them, and they're gooey, and they're so good. And I still have some in my freezer. So that's incredible. So I guess that's mostly sweet things. Mostly sweet things. Um, um, I snails. Do,
0: <laughs> do you need some Milky Choo Choo Pops? Yes.
5: <laughs> um, <laughs> milky Choo Choo. We also I had uh, escargot for my first time, and that How was it? it. Was tasty.
1: Ugh. I don't know if like, I like actually you like, tasty or like, like you you're like, just saying that. Do you
5: like mussels?
1: Not particularly. So I feel like I should stay away.
5: Okay. Yeah. I mean, like very garlic buttery, and that was yeah. delicious.
2: What was so, the, the, How's the texture? Because what I know slime. about escargot, I've never had it, but mm-hmm. what I'm told is that Pure escargot slime. is like, <laughs> like just slime. a vehicle to like have other flavors imbued into it. Uh huh. And what's really like actually, what people struggle with is like the texture of it, rather than like the flavor, because the flavor, like, it just takes whatever flavor you put onto it.
5: Yeah, I mean, they were very garlic buttery. They were yeah. cooked in garlic butter, but it, I mean, like, if you've had mussels, like, kind of that. Kind of a chewy texture. Kind of a chewy seafood uh-huh. kind of thing? Chewy okay. seafood thing. So I don't, I mean, if that's how you, if you feel like mussels are a vehicle for brothy bread and stuff, which yeah. is great, um, mm. then, you, you know, that might be how you feel about escargo, but I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. They had fun little like clamps for you to clamp the shell, and then you dug it out with a little, a little, cork, like, little twisty yep. motion. That was a good time, too. I
1: love it.
5: Okay. I want to go dance. That was more than five things, but That's it was okay. a good time. Thank you
2: for sure. <laughs> I gotta wish I could eat any of them. Real cool. quick before you go, I've got to show you a video that I think you would at least relate to. Okay. It's a, a Bon Appetit video from a few years ago. We're, they we're did watching a Bon Appetit video on Pod. <laughs> no, show before you, you go, we're, like,
0: we're gonna send Trevor away and we'll bring in Colin. Okay. and Sarah.
2: It's um, it's a video where they. It's a video series that they did. One of the guys, he goes to, he picks a restaurant, and they eat everything on the menu at the Uh restaurant. Just, like, sample it, right? That's
5: delightful, yeah.
2: And one of the restaurants that they go to is, like, this French, like, nice, fancy French restaurant. um, But they have, like, breakfast, lunch, dinner menu stuff. And so they go through the whole breakfast menu. And he has a guest, and the guest is Claire Saffitz, if you're... yeah. Mm
5: -hmm. Familiar.
2: So they do all the breakfast and that's all it is just like different breads Mm -hmm. with a whole bunch of butter and jam and coffee or tea or whatever and she goes through and like it's like oh this is a croissant and this is a whatever and this is a they have like 10 or 15 different breads and she just like names them all and that's what was going through my mind when you're talking about like your breakfast bread that thing
5: it was such a good breakfast
2: yeah that was their conclusion as well (laughs) french breakfast
1: rules it's good to know.
2: Yeah, I, mean, we'll I having, guess we we'll won't be
0: having
1: a croissant dipped hot
0: chocolate anytime soon. And not until so. we get genetically engineered. I'll be. I'm. I'm waiting. I can't wait to be a GMO. I'm so <laughs> excited about it. All right, should we uh, send Jenny away and bring on Colin and Sarah? Thank Let's bring you, on Jenny. Colin and Sarah. Thanks for having me Thanks on the pod. Thanks, course. What do you tell Colin and Sarah that we're <laughs> would you ready for the them? tell the people in the waiting room that they yeah, can?
5: Yeah, I'll let them in. <laughs> the
1: Zoom waiting yeah. room. Oh, I just remembered that I did play soccer on Saturday oh, with nice. the R- at the RSL show. Yeah, what what was, was that? Thing? It was on the America First Fields, which was really, really fun. It yeah. was really hot. But it was really, really fun. Good. I had a really good time. Um, Sad
0: I couldn't be there, but which,
1: which made my hike that evening. I was, evening. I was golf very golf proud of my gentlemen. hike that evening because I was really sore after playing soccer. Because I don't, I play soccer very rarely, um, and so I was very sore, but did the hike and had fun doing all of that. So
0: I'm here gonna comes. grab another chair so they can sit together. Okay.
2: Oh uh, no, Colin's got it. Colin's, Colin's good, a yeah. gentleman. He'll figure it out. So here they come. We're only using this microphone. Sorry. So you guys kind of have to both crowd Are around you apologizing?
0: it. Apologizing. Well, I made mean,
2: get out your microphone. I don't bring it. Then we didn't even use yeah, it. Yeah, we went through all that work mm, to not use here your equipment, here. so. All well, right. Well, so, well. Well. How
7: close do
8: I need to be to this? You're probably right, fine right there. Right
7: there. Okay.
0: Colin, would you also say something?
8: Yeah, how does it sound?
0: I probably We've no to.
8: idea. <laughs> <laughs> We're
0: not
2: wearing headphones. We've no idea how this is going to sound.
0: Much like NFTs, line goes up.
2: Line is going. Line always weird. goes up.
1: My line, yeah. I mean
0: not forever. It goes back down when you're not talking. <laughs> so do
1: NFTs. Don't That's
8: worry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we can. We should talk to you guys about RSL stuff because I'm curious to get both of your thoughts. But first, what have you guys been up to lately? I like you. Okay, wait. Before we before you answer, somebody
7: have we been introduced?
1: You, well, no, not yet. <laughs> okay. Well, we actually told. We were saying who we you were who was going to oh, okay, before okay. you came over here, um, but. I, was, I, I remember those reviews where somebody was like, you should mark in the in the audio file, like in the description, where you stop social hours and start talking about RSL so oh, people good can luck. skip it. <laughs> this is the nightmare episode because we've been just sprinkling it throughout all. Like we've been switching off and on. Yeah. So let's go back to social hour for a sec. Love
7: that.
1: Sarah, NBA Sarah, RSL Sarah, Jazzy Sarah as my mom calls her. <laughs> Jazzy Sarah, that was great. Sarah, what have you been up to? What's going on? How are we, how are we rocking in the free world?
7: I went to Lagoon for the first
1: time. That's sick, I love
2: Lagoon. I
7: know you do, good Lagoon head.
2: I <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> love Lagoon. When, when is your next trip to Lagoon?
7: Uh, soon I think we should do a group trip to Lagoon.
0: I agree. We should carpool because parking is $18. Yeah, we have a
7: parking pass. Oh yeah, you like that?
8: Well, I'm <laughs> to drive to your house and I, I'll just... porch for the season passes and the parking pass. Oh, <laughs> okay. Sorry, I got that well, that's, doc that's, money. That's <laughs> that, doctor, that doctor
1: stacks. <laughs> that's right. That's the way to go. Yeah, yeah
7: uh, Lagoon was great. Uh, I loved Cannibal. That was That's a great cool. ride. Yeah. Uh, I also loved Colossus. That was a lot of fun. I could have ridden that like 20 times.
1: My When I went there for work, there was a competition to see who could ride the Colossus the most amount of times <laughs> that day. With, actually, it was within a two hour span. It wasn't even the whole day. This girl named Jessica wrote it twenty six times in two hours, and she we, she won a thousand dollars for doing it. That's that. unbelievable. A
8: thousand dollars for just writing colossus. Yeah. That's like so you get to do something just fun that you like to do, and you win a thousand. She's like, like a huge
1: roller coaster head, and she was she was actually. you don't say. There were like a bunch of people who were trying to compete for it, but she started to like. Fake, like she was getting out and then she would sit back down and then oh, yeah, somebody was kind move. of like so she was just mm. there were, she skipped a few times that's how she got ahead I was wondering wow. I was like
7: the, uh, getting through the line 26 times in two hours she was she was it was of the a rules. weekday
1: it was a weekday when we went it wasn't very busy so what she was really doing is saving the time on the walk around right. it wasn't even the line necessarily that's great so yeah me
7: and Colin lately uh, have uh, been using your Uh, colloquialism which one anything that we like we are a that head so like anytime (laughs) we like anything now we're like Oh, yeah, we we love this song. We're big this song heads now like anything that we like.
8: We're we're Dude. big KODJ heads Oh well, we, we are huge. huge. Yeah, I heard you, I saw yes. you discovered KODJ recently. something it.
7: It's the best thing that's happened to me in Utah I didn't
1: know KODJ was still a thing to Dude, be it's
7: so good. It is banger after banger D- We're but talking this is- Bonnie Tyler. We're talking Steve Winwood.
2: KODJ is the oldie station, right?
7: Well, yeah, apparently- I didn't know. I got laughed at, I guess, That's on Twitter for being hits. an old person when I tweeted well, yeah, that. Oh yeah, I was
2: just gonna say, it's still 94.1, right? Yes. 94.1! Yeah. Yeah, okay.
8: <laughs> K-O-D-J! K-O-D-J.
2: <laughs> yeah, KODJ is like, clearly, a Utah institution. That's and great. this makes me happy that you've been introduced to it. It's really good. The rest of us have known about this for years, and it's never changed, except the music every ten years just updates to- I
7: was- Really upset that they didn't have a Twitter presence because I wanted to <laughs> let them know how much I love
1: them. Yeah, twi- they just tweet articles, they're just article heads. Like
7: <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly the way that we use it.
2: Like, growing up, they were the oldest station and they played like 60s, 70s, and 80s. And over the last like 10 years or whatever, 20 years probably. <coughs> Now what do they play? Probably 80, 80s 90s and today is that what they said? They some
7: 70s, They play some BG's
8: and okay. it's yeah. like you're not getting like late 90s stuff, but you're definitely yeah. starting to get like some spin doctors and like yeah. some of that stuff okay. that was like early 90s starting to be sprinkled in there. Yeah. So yeah. So it's like we're getting old. Yes. Yeah. It's the playing song our they music. Play now?
7: every day.
0: We're an old cast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Except Kyle.
1: Can't. I, very useful. I turn an old age. Well, I'm not gonna call it old age in your presence, but I t- I turn a concerning age this year. Is it thirty? Yeah.
7: Are you hitting the big three zero?
1: We are so excited to have you. Did Thanks. I tell
0: you, I tell you how head. I handled turning <laughs> thirty to be an old head?
2: Huh? Did I tell you how I handled turning thirty? I just told myself I was thirty from like age twenty eight. Oh, that's a good way to do it. So like yeah, that, that whole time, I was just like, fits. oh, I'm thirty. So that once I hit thirty, I was like, oh no, I've like been thirty already. I planned my thirtieth
7: birthday party, and like. It was a very big deal, and like planned like a whole big shebang, a lot of friends. Yeah, I, and uh, and then it turned out I was only turning twenty
2: nine. Yes.
7: <laughs> like I and I learned that literally the day before. You just did the yeah. math wrong. What?
2: Or you just did the math yeah, wrong. I just didn't like no, really know. lied to your whole that's life no, and that's that day. The you did the math wrong. One hundred percent, I did the math wrong. When do you think you lost
1: track? Was it sometime after twenty eight? <laughs>
7: I don't. Do you have think it was no earlier? idea. <laughs> like, but
1: I've been I re- messing that up for you years. Remember prior? specifically,
7: like I was in a cab earlier that year, and like the cabbie was like talking to me, and I was like. Yeah, like I'm really excited to turn 30. Like I feel like there's a lot of authority with that age. And then months later to find out oh it wasn't
1: my. happening. Of course Sarah was obsessed with the authority.
8: This is this is, this is the that's a quintessential Sarah Todd story right there. <laughs> Dude,
1: yeah. We've known you as an authority head. Colin, what are you been what have you been doing? What's going on? Um not going to Amsterdam. That's
8: for that's no, for sure. No. That's you can't for damn go. sure. I know that Ginny I know that Ginny was just on the pod saying that she went and she didn't. So
7: <laughs> it was Ginny, fake. Absolutely went. To no, North she Street. went to Little
1: Amsterdam outside of, like, somewhere in Pennsylvania. <laughs> the, Dutch, correct. the
0: Dutch store in Salt Lake City. Yeah. Not,
1: the, yeah, that's right. Yeah, there's definitely two
7: people on this podcast right now that have to cancel their tickets to go to Amsterdam.
8: Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, would <laughs> and, uh,
2: uh, that would suck to have
8: to do that. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was pretty bad. Um, so, besides Lagoon, we, uh, we got memberships to the jcc oh yeah oh you're Bi- we're okay. big
7: jcc heads so. <laughs> yeah <laughs>
8: that's happening you guys, you guys, it's the jewish community uh, center is that
7: really yeah oh, I is mean, that what it stands for i'm yes. not getting any money for this but everyone should join the jewish <laughs> community center
8: it's Actually, so cool i, I disagree 100 it's well, the worst yeah, place everyone None you of ne- you should go nobody there nobody ever
1: go
7: we don't yeah, want right. you there uh,
8: it's, the pool is so, so run down gross greg tip old. you
1: off on this place
8: Yeah, absolutely greg's been i know it's it's so nice. That's like right. we just finish up work and you go up there and you hop in the pool for a couple of hours when it's so super hot and it's, there it it is. it's so nice. And they
7: have like beautiful workout facilities. That's really what, crazy. Yeah, great.
2: Huh. Yeah, I was gonna ask what is this place? This sounds like a gym.
7: It's, it's
2: it's the Jewish Community
1: Center in Salt Lake and they just also have a gym and a pool. It's just also, like a recreation they have daycare center there daycare too. daycare for like, like any no members, members there, that's, that's there and, like Okay, that's I'm on board. And it's like Any place that like provides their own daycare? Like, Rules.
7: Impressively affordable. So just
1: compared to like the gym <laughs> yeah. at City
8: Creek, for instance.
7: Exactly, it's cheaper than that. Oh yeah.
8: Way cheaper. Where is this place? It's uh, by the University Hospital. Oh, so like. Yes. Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's rad. Well, here's the thing. We should talk about RSL because I, you know, Sarah. I don't. We haven't really given you as much time to pop off about Achoa as maybe you would have. You would like, but he's officially gone now. Ugh. Which is devastating.
7: It is devastating.
1: But it's also weird because there keeps being, like, tone developments week by week. Like, weirdly, like, Tom Hackett and the RSL show was interviewing him at practice the other day, and he was, like, talking about how great of a teammate
8: he is like everyone loves for, for clarification this was Pablo, Pablo, Pablo you, missed, you missed saying Pablo's name sorry. there which was Pablo, an important clarification t- t- Tom, was home and coach. Coach. Tom was talking to Pablo, Pablo Mascherini and
1: Pablo Mascherini was like yeah everyone loves David, David loves everyone he, he, have, hugged, everyone. he hugged everyone on his way out and so we're like that's uh, uh, so? not the
2: story we were told
1: like the trouble in the locker that's the story Pablo told yeah.
0: like a week <laughs> prior to that
1: yeah.
7: I Oh my God! why wife came.
8: So, give us your thoughts, Sarah. What's Fam- Sarah, who's famously not covered dysfunctional front offices in Philadelphia yeah. during Markel Fultz yeah. and Ben Simmons we, we were times, talking. So.
1: Did we when we recorded last? Were we talking through? I think we mentioned like what Sarah was saying on Twitter that day in that yeah. conversation yep. with Porter, who I, I really like. Sarah and Porter are having a discussion, and Sarah was pointing out of how like just completely one sided that whole saga was. And how much of the blame was just placed on David. And the big, big point that you made over and over again is like, this is a that's team's man- responsibility to manage this kind of thing.
7: Yeah, and that's, that's like my big thing is like, yeah. I mean, and the developments that have come out, like, I originally was like very upset about how the David had showed like saga was playing out. And then we had like the Instagram day, right? Yeah. And
0: what a day that was. That
7: I lost my mind. During that, because the response to it was ineptitude at a level that, like, I a clown franchise only could reach.
2: We're talking about RSL yeah, RSL's response to Instagram Day. Yeah, yeah. as a and club, as a, and and as an organization.
7: Like the idea that you have a player that is like publicly saying like oh yeah like they're not letting me train I don't or letting me leave like I don't really know what's going on and then for the response to be like secret like side conversations that are like oh like once he's gone you'll find out like how bad it was and it's like really like do we want to talk about like the history of athletes who have been named bad athletes and how many championships those athletes have won like you can you can be like a bad culture person, you can be, like, a a crappy teammate and still be very good for your team. Right. And then now the development of I don't know, like, the the Academy kids, like, apparently we need a way to, like, convert them from being a child to an adult, and we don't know how. (sighs) That
1: was one of the worst things that he said in that answer was he essentially blamed David's lack of college experience as being the reason why things like went poorly like
7: RSL is the first soccer team to ever have an academy
2: yeah yeah like the whole point of having an academy is that your guys don't go to college right <laughs> like if they go to college it's kind of a failure yeah the we pretty much
1: decided that if you're an MLS player and you went to college you're already like behind
2: yeah like that's so. that's the whole point point. and like people talk about Aaron Herrera he played a couple years in college and like there are players that like go to college and can be successful and Jasper's a great example of that But like, sort of. of (laughs) I mean, he is now. But like, like the point of the academy is you develop players so that they are professional ready. And
7: you funnel them directly into the team.
2: And they sign for the team directly out of the academy. And like, maybe they go on loan somewhere. But they're professionals at eighteen upon graduation.
8: Yeah. Yeah. And and like when you send a kid to college, they then enter through the super draft. So then you're not even guaranteed to get them. The, The thing about the academy is you've put the effort into developing this player and you get to reap the rewards. Yeah. yeah. So it's insane for, for the club, you know, for the head coach of the club to be like, Oh, well we really needed the college system here. Like it's, it's honestly yeah, an we embarrassing really needed answer for somebody
2: else to come in and teach this guy how to play soccer. Right. It, yeah. it, then he was it asked, shouldn't be up to us. Exactly.
7: Like, Give me a break. Yeah. Like then asked, like on a follow up, it was like, okay, well like, what do you do to fix that? And oh. it's like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I guess we got to get people in here. It's like, so then get the people in there that know how to do this. You're just telling me that you don't have the people that know how to do their jobs. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah.
7: And that's, that's what, like, at every, like you said, like, tone development of this, like, I understand that there are people that have, like, sided, I guess, with, like, the club line on this. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you are a professional sports franchise and you cannot handle the personality of a 20-year-old, <laughs> you should not be managing a team of 20 year olds like I don't under I don't understand how we can get around that yeah I think
1: like that's part of it
8: I think part of the thing that I'm uh, absolutely unsympathetic to the club about is they let the situation get to a point where they had no leverage right like they let the situation get to a point where he's in the last year entering his deal they've already been like oh we don't know that you have the starting job anymore like all this stuff they they took away their own leverage Mm -hmm. and so if they weren't going to sell him by the time he was in the last year of his deal then David has all the power. The club can't do anything. Yeah. yeah. So like, I don't feel like... it's David's agent did a good job. 100%. He's like, give us the deal that we want. You can't do anything about it if you won't. You'll lose. You'll get nothing. And so David's agent won. David <laughs> well, is going to be playing first-team soccer this season. Hold He's on. going to get a new deal in the offseason, and RSL got virtually nothing. Yeah. It was a bad deal for RSL. They did a horrible horrible job.
2: We we got, we got at least $75,000 in fake salary budget dollars. Next 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 year. year. (laughs) You know
7: what I I have to say to that?
2: No, I agree.
1: I bet that sounds great.
0: (laughs) Oh wait, that wasn't sarcastic. That That
1: actually sounded
2: awesome. The whole thing about it's just to talk about the leverage thing again, like go back to that, like if he's going to be a problem, and you're a club that can't handle that kind of person. Whatever it is. You don't have the coaching or the, the personnel or the, the behind-the-scenes staff. Whatever. If he's going to be a problem player for you, get rid of him.
7: And you don't like, tell everyone he's a problem.
2: You had an in?
1: <laughs> Bye See you. Bye
4: Saturday?
1: Yes. Yeah, Saturday. See you sure. Saturday
2: for sure. Yeah, you don't like, go out and say he's a problem. You just go find him another team. Yeah. Get Trade him. Get some... Salary Let dollars, him be someone else's problem. <laughs> transfer him to somewhere else? Like, Carlos Salcedo, we keep going back to it because there's so many similarities, but, like, he became a problem, and then we capitalized on it, like, immediately. Yeah. It wasn't... They didn't air a whole bunch of dirty laundry. They didn't go all over the thing. They just found a team in Mexico that would pay us a couple bucks for him, tagged on a huge sell-on fee because we knew he'd be a good player, and we just got rid of him. Like, you could do that, too. If Ooh, you can't, cool. like... Who
0: was the architected that deal
7: again?
2: <laughs> if you can't like get the player to be on board with you as a team, like there's other ways that you can turn it into a good situation. Absolutely. Instead every single of step of the way was just like a wet the fart in
8: return. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> club just yeah. messing it up more so, and more
8: and more. And I, it was just, it was really frustrating because every it, like the interview before Pablo had been like oh, you know, he was not in line with team culture, he'd been breaking team rules, and then all of a sudden being like, oh, nobody had a problem with David Ochoa. And then Elliot Fall on the radio also being like, oh, yeah, it was just really a contract issue. And it's like, that directly contradicts everything the club had set up to that point. And that's the
7: problem. Like, my point of bringing up, like, previous, like, stops that I have reported on, like, in Philadelphia, like, one of the things that I saw before the absolute ruin of that team, which includes, like losing multiple first round picks because of problems on the team whether it's Markel Fultz forgetting how to shoot or Ben Simmons being an absolute douche and then like Brian Colangelo was their general manager he had like <laughs> his, five, humongous th- he had his humongous
1: collar yeah
7: his humongous collar like five burner accounts but him and his wife would talk <laughs> crap about the, their own players <laughs> and so like before all of that like collapsing on itself one of the biggest things that was like uh, like it was flashing red light that things were bad was that no one on the team was ever on the same page on messaging. And so, like, you'd have the head coach, the GM, the owner, multiple executives, players, all saying different things. Yeah. And so when I see RSL doing that, I'm like,
5: Uh we can
7: see the writing on the wall that, like, you guys don't know what you're doing.
2: Yeah, I've been, like, kind of joking about it, but, like, it's probably the wrong way to say it, but, like, I've just been calling Pablo a liar, like, all season because of exactly this. <laughs> yeah. Like, he says one thing one week, and it's a different thing another the next week, and then the next week it's something else, and this David Ochoa situation is a perfect example of that. Like, he's been lying. Well, somebody's been feeding him lines and he's been messing him up or he's just been not following along or nobody's feeding him lines well, and Trevor, he's just making it up as he goes.
7: He has to just make sure he feels it in the moment. He just says what yeah, he feels. Well, it vibes only, is, baby.
2: This is an <laughs> extension we're just, I'm just starting to complain about Pablo now, but like this is my big problem with Pablo is like, liar is probably not the right word because I don't think he's like intentionally lying to people, but he just contradicts himself constantly. He, right. he, he lies, basically. Yeah, you have to
7: wonder what he's like like, when the team is training. Like, if you're contradicting yourself that much on a daily basis just when you're doing an interview, what's he like? Is he contradicting himself in those situations?
2: We talked about this with Ian. Like, he just doesn't have a plan. Yeah. Like, there's no visible plan that we can see, like, with regards to the play on the field. And, like, I think it comes out with his, like, press conferences and his answers. He just doesn't have a plan. He's just kind of making it up as he goes. And if you're making it up as you go, like... You're going to contradict yourself constantly. And that's,
8: yeah. This is what this is what I got in an argument with someone on, on Twitter recently where, you know, I was like, I don't understand why we would stick with Pablo because I haven't seen anything that tells me he's a particularly good coach. Yeah. Um, and so if he's not the good coach going forward, then like, what are we wasting our time for? I'm
7: truly hoping that RSL does not, like, accidentally make it to another Western Conference final. Because, like, if they do, then they're just going to be like, See, guys, we did it. Yeah. Elliot and Pablo, mm-hmm. let's keep riding this out. Like, we can make it work. And, like, I would much rather watch them, like,
1: yeah, fall just, down If that handball bur- got called last year, I feel like we'd be in a very different situation than we are right Absolutely.
8: now. Absolutely. And, yeah, I mean, like, there's... It, it, uh, the, the last year's run always bothers me a little bit. Because, like, we played a game in which we didn't have as, a single shot. <laughs> Like, yeah. like that's yeah. that's awful soccer. It's bad. Yeah. That's a bad game. It's basically mm-hmm. the worst possible game you could play and mm-hmm. not lose.
1: And then we played it, and then, then we beat a broken this Kansas like, City team. Yeah, and like, then we <laughs> lost badly in Portland. It's
8: like it's become this like lionization moment for like people to to rally around this club. And it was like it was a horrible game. RSL played the most cowardly game I've seen, probably yeah. played in MLS history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for people to like. Talk about it as this watershed moment. It was it was rough to watch. Yeah, was, this is this and is, I mean except it for it was, it was, one
7: sweet baby yeah, it was, boy who did a really great job.
8: It was it was <laughs> absolutely <laughs> hilarious. I was laughing the whole time. I was yeah, dying. It, it was such was a funny thing to have happen. But like, it's not a reproducible way no. to build a franchise and count on that as like playoff wins. Like that's insane. No, yeah. but this is
2: this is another point in talking about like the current state of the club um, and our feelings on the club. Like this club for years has been just like. And They've been like vocal about under Deloitte. They're vocal about like we just want to make the playoffs like that's our goal every year is to make the playoffs and if we make the playoffs we're doing the right thing and it re- it still feels like with this transfer window that we just had and the signings we've had and the way this team is Good treating everything. Man. It feels like we're <laughs> still in that mindset and that sucks yeah. so much because every single year. You like 70% of the league makes the playoffs, and if that's your goal, you can go through the season that we've had with the coach that we've had, with the signings that we've had, the poor performances all over the field that we've had, and we might still make the playoffs, right? Like, yeah. you're gonna so mediocrity, like, stri- yeah, exactly. So, we're not gonna change Pablo, we're not gonna get better signings because we're making the playoffs, guys, and yeah, like that's that's the fear so bad,
1: yeah. I, I really, 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 really need that to change. So after this this window where we had four players exit, we had David Ochoa, Chris Cablan, Johnny Menendez, Everton Louise. Hey,
8: what what position did Joni play? It's hard to say. Oh, who knows? Uh, <laughs> we don't help? know.
1: That was one of those funny things that Pablo just lied about. We didn't. We didn't. I think. <laughs> We didn't ask him. No I mean, who could know? <laughs> How could you know that kind of thing? My my day my life starts over every day. I think that's something Pablo would probably say. I, yeah, I, I <laughs> Every day is Pablo. a new day is my life starting over.
2: Pablo uh, is the guy from Memento. <laughs> Nothing pretty- <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
1: for Pablo. I, Pablo has his player's positions written on his
8: arm. But, uh, <laughs> Are is
0: Alex sure not Teddy? The problem
8: is Alex Alex posted the like the the thing from the Alex Behar's yeah. thing, where uh, from Alex Behar's article about being how how he hasn't watched Ted Lasso. Yeah. because he thinks it's, like, too close to home and it's like, you know, Ted Lasso's big thing is, like, memory of a goldfish and, like, yep. Pablo apparently is, is like, exactly taking that right. to heart He just he doesn't remember anything day to day which is why he can't. Yeah, so RSL made three signings
1: on, like, the last two days of the transfer window. We signed
0: Yeah, credit to them, we didn't think they'd sign
7: anybody.
1: That is... I <laughs> yeah. thought, well, and of course, and but using their own words these weren't the first three guys on their list which is what... Uh, Wait, pa- they actually...
7: They said that? Pablo
1: said that, Pablo on, said that. on the
2: radio <laughs> the other day. Radio <laughs> interview that he was like, "Are we going to see signings?" Because Pablo had said, "Like he the week before three he is said realistic." Yeah. The week before, he was like, "We, uh, I've got three players going out. I need three players coming in." And then so then they asked him again, and he was like, Three players. We're going to get three players, and they're not our first choice, but <laughs> we're going to the, get." Th- they weren't the first three on our list? We're the first on our list, which is and like three. Yeah. So we got Danny. Pablo. Super got, excited.
1: Danny Musofsky from LAFC. The Moose. We got Danny the Moose, and I love the Moose, and I'm gonna—I'm a huge Moose guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, moose.
8: Kyle's a big Moose. Only
1: problem is that he's injured, and we're not sure <laughs> yeah. when we're gonna see him. But he's got a cute smile. Oh,
7: I wish that Matt would just read the tweet that you tweeted earlier.
1: Did uh, I tweet it? Get it cute yeah. up. All right. We also signed uh, two guys I've named Brian, Brian, with the last name starts with O. Uh, P-O-B-O's.
8: P-O-B-O-S. Brian P-O-B-O-S. <laughs>
1: Brian Ojeda and Brian Oviedo. Uh, Brian Oviedo, of course, is the guy that played for Everton and had his leg like snapped in half all those years ago
2: Uh, He Costa Rican international longtime
1: Premier League player Costa Rican international Most recently played for FC Copenhagen, but hasn't played a club match in over a year. I believe or maybe like nine months Uh, Has played a few games for Costa Rica and will be playing with them in the World Cup. I assume Yeah, all indications. Yeah, Brian Ojeda Ojeda. he's a Paraguayan youth international player, he might, I think.
2: No, I think um, he played a couple World Cup qualifiers. Oh, he? Okay. Uh, Not like a lot,
1: he's but. on the way out on loan from Nottingham Forest during their push to the Premier League this year, so they have a lot of guys going out, a lot of guys coming in.
7: I'm big Robin Hood head.
1: That's absolutely right. So we're stealing from the rich team of Nottingham Forest. <laughs> to feed I mean, the poor to feed the poor rsl fans sheriff,
8: can we um, can we call him the sheriff of nottingham i would i would love it. if we did <laughs> yeah. i think that would be great yeah we're referring to him as the sheriff of nottingham from so, now on
0: like too so bad the sheriff of nottingham didn't play more than 3 games for them
8: i i feel okay i feel i feel bad for my my affirmation
1: my my my, my pure undying love for danny the moose is Mainly in response to people being really pissed off
2: when we <laughs> announced <laughs> the <laughs> signing, well, as I found yeah, well, because we had the I had this tweet that was just it, it, like Ola Kamara was this rumored. This would be hilarious if we got this guy.
1: Yeah, there was like a random MLS account that like tweeted that he was hearing that this might be a thing. It ended up being the thing, and he's like was like the fifth string striker at LAFC. And you get the, the
7: tweet pulled up, Matt?
0: I don't know which tweet you meant, but. There's my tweets so, from today.
1: Uh, this I felt bad. Matt, read it for us. All right.
0: Uh, all right, so I'm talking here about the three signings. Okay. Uh, Oviedo, if signed, this was before he had officially signed. Yeah. So Oviedo hasn't played in a year. Now, he has played for his national team, but that's like three or four games. Yeah. Uh, no club games in the last year. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's fair to have a little. Uh, there, there are two more here, but go. I didn't tweet all this. Yeah. Um, what do you mean you didn't tweet all this? We're well, writing your tweet. He's, well, no, I'm, what he's I'm currently dictating is not his tweet. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> yeah.
2: okay. um, I'm now with you.
0: So I, I think it's right to be a little cautious Leary. about players that have come in without club minutes in a substantial amount of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every time we sign a player who hasn't played for their team, is it raining? Yes.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, that's perfect. Very lightly.
0: Uh, very lightly. Every time we sign a player that hasn't played for their team, it's trouble, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know we signed Trevor's favorite player of all time, and it didn't work out. And I'm sorry. Yeah. Who was my favorite player of all time? Uh, Giuseppe Rossi. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's a common theme for us picking up these guys that don't get minutes and haven't gotten minutes in a while. Yeah. Ojeda
0: because... hasn't played since December 30th, 2021.
2: Uh, and that's a long time, by the way. Uh,
0: notably, uh, has played played three games in the championship for Nottingham Forest. Uh, I watched an an interview with uh, somebody from The Athletic today. Uh, Paul Taylor. Paul Taylor. There you go. Thanks. Uh, Who said that he watched the friendly against Knotts County, a fifth division English side, and thought that uh, Ojedo really struggled. <laughs> right. uh, so, I mean, yeah. it's preseason it's exactly or whatever, but uh, we're not third... getting a player coming in hot. And the third on the list? Uh, Masovsky is injured and hopefully
1: back soon. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, so, and like, I, I get why people, I mean, we signed three players the last day of the transfer uh, window, which is kind of hilarious that we waited this long. Um, the the
8: Moose got in the day before. The Moose
1: got in the day before. I just think, this weekend is just funny. I, I mentioned, like, I can't remember what we were talking about earlier, but just like this weekend in particular, being up against LAFC, a team that had a transfer window in which they've made just gigantic signings and are trying to be like a continental power uh, versus what we're doing, and like our big signing, I guess, to you know, as a as a number nine is like their fifth string guy. It's just worrisome, and I think just really creates. A pretty stark distinction between like what this club is doing versus what other clubs in this league are doing,
8: mm-hmm.
1: right? And, and
8: it's yeah. it's just tough to be like, oh well, well, hopefully we can pick up a bunch of these casts off, and one of them will be a diamond in the rough, and really turn it into something for us. And it's yeah. like, you know, what's a little bit better than buying a diamond on the rough, like in buying uh, a diamond, buying, buying a diamond. Quantity
2: player that like you know is yeah. going to score yeah. fifteen I, I goals here.
8: I would take an emerald.
7: Aren't <laughs> <laughs> <a> diamond <laughs> in the rough supposed to be? <laughs> The academy players that that's you turn exactly in. right,
1: <laughs> yes, yeah. So hmm. and I mean, look, we had a game last weekend where we played a game against San Jose in which,
2: oh, yeah, that's who you I know, didn't first watch game the without game.
1: Echoa on the actual roster. McMath has just a complete howler. <laughs> We end up uh, we end up getting a late winner or late tying goal from Savarino, who spiked his jersey into the ground in sheer anguish, I believe. And then Beautiful again, moments. we play. I mean, we're just in a we're in a precarious spot. So I, like these signings, we probably won't see him play with RSL for a few weeks at a minimum, and we're in. The final stretches of like the We're important like the part of the season.
2: We're like the last games
8: of
1: the season. Final third of the season. And
8: I mean, it's kicking off. Let's be honest. This club is in danger of freefall. Like it's yeah. not even just like, like this club. Is, this club is in danger of <laughs> t- to borrow uh, Sarah's favorite coach's uh, turn of phrase in danger of letting go of the rope yeah. is what this club is in danger of because this is the hardest stretch of the season and the team is playing pretty much the worst soccer that they've played all season
7: that's a Mark Jackson, if miss him, he's not my favorite we don't like each other
1: <sighs> Ooh. I love that we have a podcast that has beef with Mark Jackson
7: that <laughs> that, that's um, not the
2: podcast beef so. Yeah, that's <laughs> official
1: podcast beef
0: yeah, there, there are
2: 11 games left in the season no, yeah. the
0: official podcast
2: beef is your dad's tri-tip that, that actually Ooh, there yeah, we go they, they tried oh my god extraordinary thank you scott can you thank guys you,
7: believe scott. that uh, horseradish cream that was so didn't delicious didn't try it it was
2: good really for good. people who are horse There's there's horse part heads. of me that like <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna sound silly there's if part I, of if me that wanted there to be, be a little bit more horseradish the thing
7: is is I was worried that other people would try it and then if I made it too horseradish,
2: horseradishy they, <laughs> horseradishy I'm a big
7: horseradish head
2: horseradish
7: and so like I'll go hard Yeah, I get
2: it I kind of wish that you had gone just a little harder and next time Next time.
7: Next time I'll go so hard with the horse ranch. Well, I think I do. I do hope the team free falls. I know.
1: I think there are I some. There is an argument to be made that, like, I don't know, the the run the run last year in the playoffs may have been more detrimental long term because it does kind of feel like it is. It was an interesting decision to keep the the coach and management, the front office by the the ownership that came in I well, think I, they might just change their mind at a certain point
2: the story that I'm told what I've heard this is like a
1: campfire story now. Yeah, yeah no it's
2: just that like the <laughs> owners when they around. came in they didn't want to make Ooh. a whole bunch of waves immediately yeah they wanted to just kind of see how the ship was running well, That makes a lot of sense and then make changes Kind of as they go. Yeah. We talked about this. I think we talked about this with Marcelo Silva when we found out his contract was ending. Yeah. That was a very specific choice. No, we did not have Marcelo Silva on the pod. No, we (laughs) did But we found out that he was assigned to a one-year deal, and that was a very specific choice because the ownership wanted to – anybody that was, like, on a deal that was longer than that – they would, like, keep that deal, but anybody that they were re-upping, they didn't want to re-up anybody for more than a year. They want every, right. as many people's deals to end at the end of the year. Players, coaches, staff, everybody. So that they had that opportunity, if they wanted to make changes, to make changes easily without having to go through all that. Yeah, my that's long being game... expensive, right? Yeah, it would yeah. be, but so that's... I, Like I said... What's, but what's Pablo's deal? That's, he that's was given three rumor. years? That's I have no idea. Probably.
7: It doesn't matter, though, right?
2: But...
1: <laughs> Not particularly. Like,
7: because, I mean, my long game theory, like, because there is, like, some crossover NBA stuff that is in play here, right? Yeah. Because, so I, David Blitzer, who was part owner of the Sixers when he watched that, like, completely crumble and implode on itself, like, he saw what happens to a team when they do, like, almost this exact thing. And Ryan Smith, also part owner now, because, and, he's famously an owner of the jazz (laughs) yeah yeah and i didn't have faith that ryan smith would like do big things and actually like be willing to blow up the jazz especially in a year when the nba all-star game is going to be in utah And then, like, bringing in Danny Ainge, it felt like that was just, like, him hiring his golf buddy. But now it has turned out that Ryan Smith brought in Danny Ainge, and Danny Ainge is totally willing He's to blow, blow up this up. team. Yeah. And so my hope is that, like, if you have ownership, and I understand that's an MLS team, and that's probably not as big on their radar as, like, some of the other, like, sure. things that they own. But, like, rich people like to turn profits and to make things better. And they <laughs> don't like to be made a fool of. And so if they... Also, are willing to put in like put people in place and give them the same latitude as they have with the Jazz or the Sixers, respectively. That gives me hope that they will be willing to make big changes.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm just, yeah, it's just like I said, I that's the story that I've heard, and that's what I've been told is right. like the team is kind of gearing up to like worse, but none of these moves are the moves of a person who's like worried about their job, right? These are Signing so the- these players is not the is not. The move that you make when you're like, yeah. I've got to save my job. Well, who am I going to get? Let's go out and show that I'm the guy to right. go forward. But they also don't feel these like long-term signings, though. Like no, they, they really is, don't. It's really low risk. They really feel like signings that are like, let's just get us through to next year. Yeah. Let's just get us through to mediocrity like exactly. they're not signings <laughs> let's that let's
7: get into the playoffs
2: they're not signings that are like going to change the trajectory of anything so we so lost yeah. a couple Actually, was middle a very funny tweet middle roster got players and we got a couple middle roster players um, I um oh go ahead yeah so
1: what's the tweet from From someone on twitter who says local R, they were quote tweeting matt local rsl coverage quote the front office better do something before this transfer window closes or else three signings in one day quote no obvious home runs, maybe next year Seems a touch demanding and irrational No, like <laughs> when did we become When did we, we, like why is the bar So low, this like do you look my, at what other teams is... Are doing and succeeding at Like we see who's won MLS Cup for the last Like 10 years and then we see what we've Been doing for the last 10 years, how can you think that Anything we've been doing is working, like We've had how many coaches since Jason Christ left All of them had almost The exact same length of time And charge between Among all of them and none of the signings we have made since 2013 have done almost anything. So
0: outside of like some homegrown signings, outside right of some homegrown
1: know. signings.
8: Yeah, Herrera, yeah. Glad, and Sabarino are probably.
1: S- Sava's the best signing that's happened since 2013. I, I guess Dami. Dem- I
8: shouldn't Dami Also, yeah, okay. Has
1: been and, very yeah, good. Demir, Albert, and Sabarino. We lost <laughs> Albert for free. Demir, I'm skeptical is going to come back. So don't care um, about that. Demir was a great <laughs> signing. I. I but i'm I'm sad he's gone. And what what makes me more sad is I feel like we didn't make the you, the most of any of those guys. Like we didn't invest enough around them. We didn't hire the right coaches to be in 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 charge of these teams that had these good players that we signed, um these specifically three <laughs> good players that we signed. And we missed some chances. and we have Sava now, and it just feels like again, we're still stuck with a lot of short term pieces around.
0: Yeah, I think this A brings us player. back right to what you were talking about with Saverino being like visibly angry in that game when yeah.
2: people weren't making runs. Saverino you know? is like the type of player that like Saverino and Dami and Albert are all three, like the kind of player that you want like on your team, but you want them to be like the fourth or fifth best player on your team. Yeah. You want them to be the support pieces and we just they're like the number one guy. Or they were the number one guy. For a long time, and like they're not the guys that like are going to win you Albert the championship. In they're going to be the guys that support the guys that win you yeah, the championship. Albert is in like the perfect role in Seattle, where he's like the number four guy. Yeah, yeah. He, he's not the guy that's being counted on, but he's a critical piece. Yeah, and he doesn't make him run, but we, he we immediately
1: switched Demir out of position, and we're relying on him to do things that he didn't do elsewhere, which he was good at. And I love Demir with all my heart. But man, it would have been great to try to build around him instead of rely on instead of him be a band-aid for our failed signings yeah, so is the,
7: i mean the tweet saying like that it's irrational to, to want better
1: to want good yeah
2: yeah this is the
1: that's a mindset i've seen quite
2: a bit from people where it's like you Utah should be happy with what you're mindset, getting. and i i hate it the Small more that i think about it all right here's here's my everything's opinion very on the much like we we're, we're just gonna be there and we're gonna you know we're gonna be a good team and we'll compete and that's good enough and it's like it's not like there's nothing wrong with demanding more from your team absolutely there's not. nothing wrong with going out it's and saying integral. we need to sign this good player that's available why aren't we competing for uh, and like, to use basketball as an example like we should be challenging for lebron james i know we're not going to get lebron james right but i wanted the utah jazz to be in the conversation right every single time he was a free agent why aren't we right well because we're not going to get him well that's a crappy attitude right go try like you're not going to be the championship then, team like, you want to be you fail, until you do It is completely
7: understandable for the fan base to be like, "You failed."
2: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's not like, irrational. Th- there's nothing wrong with fans like demanding more, and we should.
8: No, I I want what I expect out of this ownership is to spend millions and dollars on good players and give me the highest quality product <laughs> that they can. Yes. That's what I expect. I pay money every single, I'm there every single weekend. And That's f- what I expect. I expect them to open it up and give me a high quality product every time I'm in the there stadium. And if this
2: team goes ten games and they win two of them and they have a point per game of one across that ten game run, we're gonna be Mad about it, and we should be mad about it because like, maybe a little
7: bit happy about it.
2: <laughs> Some of <laughs> us might be. Happy. In
7: <laughs> certain we're, circumstances, we were,
2: we were <laughs> we'll be we mad were, about it in the moment,
7: but know that for the future it could mean something good.
2: <laughs> this is a stupid point to make because like I've rallied against this line of thinking, but like we were second in the league at one point. Yeah. And now we're like
1: with a chance to go to the top of the table is Yeah.
2: Now we're like clutching at maybe a playoff spot. Like that's terrible, and you should be calling out the team for being terrible yes. through that stretch. And that's not like being a bad fan, that's not being a bad pundit, that's not being a bad anything. Which is
7: again another another problem that I have with Pablo is like his incredibly weird positive attitude after every single (laughs) game. It makes me want to rip my hair out.
2: You weren't here during the Jeff Kassar years. I'll grab it. Yeah. You would have lost your... It was crazy. (laughs) During the Jeff Kassar years. Those were just depressing
1: though. It was like, these make me angry. Jeff, I was just like, this is pathetic. (laughs)
8: To to the point of, I I thought you were going to go a different way when you said, you know, we were second to to falling out of the place. Because that's what this team has been for the last 10 years. I've been a season ticket holder for 12 years, and every single year I've watched the team basically get worse. That's the fan experience over the Mm -hmm. last decade. This team has gotten worse nearly every single year over the last 10 years. What are you guys talking about? That's a horrible experience. Yeah. Yeah. That's a horrible experience. Why are you okay with that? Why are you constantly making excuses for people who have given you a worse experience yeah. every single year? You should we just have. be happy with what you have. Yeah. And when we, and we <laughs> put up with it, and like we, we were understanding <laughs> I'm thinking about some things. We, <laughs> we were
1: understanding like during the not having an owner phase, and we were making the most of it. But like now that we were, you know, we, we have a new ownership, and we were told that, you know. Changes this are gonna happen. Changes are gonna happen. We were told we that, like, like we're not afraid to spend on payroll. This like, exa- this window is not an, exa- an example of that. No. This is the same old type of signings. So, yeah. RSL I'm, has
7: just taught Colin to settle, and look where it has ended
8: up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, a beautiful relationship. It has. <laughs> true love, folks. Uh, I have a lot to think about.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be a long drive home. Well, Sarah, Colin, thank you for joining us. Uh, Matt Trevor, yeah. Hello. Thank hey. you for doing this podcast with me. Yes. Yeah. Are we done? I, th- I think maybe. I, mean, I, I know. I mean, what
2: else are we gonna? People, do? people, are,
8: people uh, are probably. You Congratulations. We're playing, to
7: Congratulations. So uh, think we're playing
8: LAFC. Thank you. We're playing Congratulations. LAFC. 101 episodes. How does that feel? <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> a secret.
0: Oh, it is a secret because we didn't want Colin to know he was the second doctor on the show.
1: That's That's true. right.
0: Yeah. Thank, thank you to Robbie Russell. <laughs> We yeah, shouts, being in episode and a half. Yeah. had
1: two equally impressive guests: uh, MLS Cup winning penalty kick taking Robbie Russell, emergency room doctor during the throes of the emerging co- coronavirus yeah, that, crisis. That, just to reflect on that, that was such a good interview. That, that, was, that was a really fun. good interview, and that's really funny that that happened. And but we also have the other doctor
8: that's equally who's a complete waste of space. Who's just just <laughs> as accomplished. Really good. Uh, he's good.
7: <laughs> Who has really settled here?
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
8: yeah. Well, no. Congratulations, you guys! I and I, it's uh, it's a fun achievement, and I'm glad to have been a part of it. So, thank you for having me on the pod. And
7: I just like seeing sweet boys succeed and do
1: good things. That's right. Thanks. We are sweetie boys.
0: So, join us for uh, episode 1,000.
2: The next time we'll celebrate. <laughs> we only do things well. We could do. We've got a set. We've got a set like milestones. Yeah. And 100 is a good milestone. <laughs> 200 isn't. 250. who cares 250, about that? 250, then 500, right? <laughs> All right,
1: yeah. <laughs> I think that's good.
0: Okay, okay Dang, that's, that's a long
5: sepa-
1: time from now. Ep- like, celebrate Let's hope I don't die, by episode. that. that would suck.
7: Yeah, every episode is a celebration yeah. <laughs>
8: of life. We should do this every episode. We from should. I on.
7: agree. <laughs> yeah, I'm
8: that's, having a great time. That's a great idea. Uh, yeah, your your parents have to cook us a, a very elaborate dinner <laughs> <laughs> once a
7: week.
0: I my think mom, we should rotate parents. My mom's dinner. sending
1: like the text to the session. For stuff sure, she, my I was, like, hey, Can we just like grill over there? And she's like, sends me a text back of all the stuff. She's like, Yeah, oh, we'll get tried Like try tips sound good. I'm gonna make this. I'm gonna make this. And I was like, All right.
8: That sounds awesome, and it was. It, it was delightful. It was delightful. Shout out to Scott and Suze. Yep, we, we love them. Love, love to see them. our big Scott and Suze heads yeah. on the podcast. Scott and Suze heads. <laughs> All right, well,
1: should we say bye, Yeah, I guess? Uh, watch the game on Saturday. Go to the game on Saturday. Uh, late kickoff.
7: Pay attention to the south end.
1: That's right. Someone's going to have a message for a special someone in the south end. We're not sure what, who it's going to be directed to yet, depending on Sarah's mood. but Sorry, <laughs> that someone's mood, how she's feeling. Is she going to make a sign? She might make a lot of signs. Wow, pass okay. them out. Well, we can give you the train. We're a science pod, so we like science. Yeah, Press. science. Thank you, listeners. Yeah, thank you very
0: much. If you made it this far, let us know. Yeah, uh, yeah. this <laughs> is <laughs> Let you know.
1: This will be listen. so interesting to listen to. How long, how long is it? Shorter than our normal okay. yeah. That honestly makes sense. We can, we can go way longer.
2: mean it's just the three of us. Yeah. This the problem is. I think the biggest difference is that we don't each have our laptops in front of us. Yeah. can't like be. Lo- I don't. Know, I can't
8: be like go looking up. Gentle. Yeah. I could be, can like be look- looking up some obscure 2012 player who was on the roster for two games <laughs> so and be fun. like, oh, What's his speaking nationality?
2: Of, oh my goodness. <laughs> speaking nationality. Of, speaking my of players favorite. that were. From 2012 or whatever, yeah. Pedro Baez got mentioned in the Brian Ojeda signing press <laughs> nice. release.
1: That rules. Pedro,
2: uh, Brian O'Haida is the second Paraguayan international yeah. that we've had on the team. Who is your favorite? You. <laughs> That's so sweet.
1: When you,
7: yeah. I've told you this before on your other podcast. Yeah. When I hear you doing like the click clacks <laughs> of looking something up during a podcast, I really do love it. I love it. You hear my <laughs> tiny little fingernails. You're yeah. so you trim. And, and I hear you respond. You. Because you're like, oh, I'm going to let this, up. oh my god, <laughs> oh, oh, you just hear a response. I'm like, oh, what does Kyle have for me now? It's juicy. It's <laughs> yeah.
1: juicy. Beautiful, really. Yeah. All right, well, thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.
0: Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. You guys can say goodbye, too. Bye. All right,
1: goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.